I'm Ezra Fieldsmeyer. And I'm Marty Harding, and welcome back to another episode of Animation and Beyond. Yes, and on this episode, we're talking about the hit classic Nickelodeon preschool show, Blue's Clues. Yes, another show from our childhoods that we remember so well, or at least I do, for its engaging characters and really fun, colorful animation. Yes, and we're talking about it in honor of the new Blue's Clues and You movie, Blue's Big City Adventure, out on November 18th on Paramount+, Plus, which was based on the current new Blue's Clues show, Blue's Clues and You, which premiered a few years ago. Yeah, it was a revival of the old show and designed to be pretty similar and nostalgic for the old show while still having a bunch of technological upgrades and a new host named Josh. Yes, and Steve and Joe were the hosts of the first show. That's right, and they are going to make an appearance in the new movie, which we're very excited about. Yes, Blue's Clues like never before in this movie. Indeed. But before we get to that, we're going to do a word of the day. And before that, I do want to wish everyone listening, because Ezra and I are recording this on a Monday, and it is Halloween today. So happy Halloween. Yes, and I hope you're all having an exciting Halloween today. By the time you hear this, you should have already gotten all your candy, and it will all be eaten, and hopefully it wasn't too much and leaves you with a stomach ache. I hope you eat reasonable amounts of it. (laughs) Exactly. I will also mention that because the very first episode that I produced on this show with you, Ezra, was the Halloween episode last year, this episode kind of marks our one-year anniversary of, for me being the co-host on this show, after Casey's departure. I know, yeah. So, kind of cool nostalgic having been here for one year. So, kind of like how Steve left and Joe became the new host in the original series. Exactly. Relating it back to Blue's Clues. Yeah. Casey was the first host. I was the second. So, with that all aside, let's get into our word of the day. It's time for word of the day. New words you can say. New words for your rhymes and for your wordplay. By the time you leave this video, you'll be smarter than you was before. It's time for word of the day, new words you can say, new words for your rhymes and for your wordplay. By the time you leave this video, you'll be smarter than you was before. It's time for What's word the word of the, of the day, day, Ezra? Cut out animation. Cut out animation. That sounds like something, like someone cut something out of a computer and that was the animation. Is that what it is? No, no, no. It's collage style. For instance, one of my animated videos I did which was a really funny one called The Pet Store was cut out animated. Cool. And so what was cut out? I did Photoshop and I used different recycled materials for like arms or legs or body parts or characters. Right. So the characters were physical cutouts of paper and other materials, huh? Yeah. I know other shows that are cut out animated. And cut out is a form of stop motion animation because then you take those cutouts and you link them together in a whole bunch of images and that's what creates the animation. Yeah. I know other shows that are cut out animated. The adult animated series South Park is. Or at least the first episode was. Yeah. Or the first several episodes. Yeah. And so is uh, an animated children's show from late in the 90s and early 2000s called Angela Anaconda. Very cool. I will also mention that segments of movies that were otherwise made with computer animation will be done as cutout animations for the particular style. 
So, for example, an animated segment in one of the last Harry Potter movies used shadow puppets, and that was a cutout animation because they liked how it looked with all the shadows and stuff. Kind of like how they did it for another children's preschool show, Bear in the Big Blue House. Yeah, exactly. So this is a style of animation that can be used mixed in with other kinds of animation, huh? I know that the scrapbook segments of DreamWorks Animation's Trolls movies were cut out animated. There you go. And the rest of the Trolls movies were computer animated, right? Yes. So it would have looked a little different and therefore created a different kind of environment to stand apart from the rest of the movie. I know which was a cutout animated film was a classic animated film by George Lucas from 1983 called Twice Upon a Time. Cool. That is a famous one. We talked about that last week a little bit. Yes, and it was done by an animator who did cutout animated segments for Sesame Street. Cool. Now, speaking of animators, I will mention that cutout animation is pretty accessible in making anyone able to animate a video with cutouts. Like if you were to take any kind of drawing and cut it out and then take a bunch of photos of it, you would be an animator because you would have made a stop motion animated film. So people all over the world have used this technique for a long time. In fact, it was one of the first kinds of animation. And so a lot of the most famous titles that were cut out animated exist in other languages by people from other countries and were made in years that predate most animated films that we would think of. I see interesting. Yeah. Anything else you want to add about cutout animation? Uh, it's a very unique kind of artistic style. It is, and perhaps we should mention the reason that we chose this as the word of the day, and that's because Blue's Clues is cutout animated. That's right. So aside from the live action actors, who are humans, of course, everything else in the original Blue's Clues was a cutout, a piece of paper that was strung together in a bunch of photos to create those animations. But the new one, Blue's Clues and You, it's computer animated. That's right. And you can tell because Blue looks a lot more three-dimensional. There are a lot more layers to things versus the old two-dimensional characters. Yeah. Sweet. So that said, let's move on into our free feature presentation. Yes. So Blue's Clues is a really fun and interactive sh mystery show. And the original host was Steve. And in each episode, we have three clues to find out what Blue is thinking about or what Blue wants to do. Yeah, and that's because Blue is a dog who cannot talk. She's a very smart dog, but she doesn't speak English like any of the hosts or anyone in the audience, unless your dog is watching. So she has to use her paw prints, her blue paw prints that she leaves behind on things and objects and people, to guide us the answer to the question of the day. And whenever we find the clue, um, the host writes it in the, in the handy-dandy notebook and draws it and are trying to brainstorm and solve the mystery. That's right. And like you mentioned earlier, Ezra, it's an audience engagement style. So what that means is in the process of solving this mystery, the hosts and Blue actually pause when asking themselves questions out loud so that those watching, presumably kids, can respond and participate. Yeah. And I remember some of the other fun characters from that show, besides Blue and Steve and Joe and Josh, like Mailbox, who would give out the mail. That's right. That was a part of every episode, huh? Or the side table drawer, the Spice family, like Mr. Salt and Mrs. Pepper. Mm-hmm. And Magenta, who was Blue's best friend, who's pinkish purple. 
She's the dog of their neighbor. Tickety-tock, the, the, the pink alarm clock and shovel and pail, the yellow shovel and red pail, as well as Periwinkle, the kitten, and new puppy, who's in the new show, Blue's Clues and You. That's right. And a lot of these characters were in the original Blue's Clues. So they're all familiar. They're all pretty much the same character. They're not all necessarily the same voice actors. Right. I forgot to mention also Slippery Soap, a playful lavender bar of soap. That's right. Who slides everywhere he goes. I know. And what do all of these kind of inanimate objects who are now animate characters on the show do in the show, Ezra? They hang out with Blue and and Josh, who's the current host, and, and some figure out what the clues are with Blue and when we're still figuring out the clues in each episode. Yeah, they're effectively part of our mystery-solving team, which the audience is a part of. And that's pretty unique, I would say, for kids' shows. And I know Blue's Clues got a puppet spinoff, from 2004 to 2007, called Blues Room. Cool. So that was going on while the original Blues Clues was still happening as well. Which ran until 2006. Gotcha. And then there was a video game of Blues Clues, wasn't there? There were a few, actually. CD-ROM computer games. And I used to play a couple of them when I was a little kid. Oh, fun. Were you pretty good at solving the mysteries, Ezra? Yes, like Blues Birthday game I played when I was a little kid which was aimed for kids ages three to six. And we would, there were two different modes of playing the game. Very cool. So they actually made a truly interactive version of Blue's Clues, as opposed to a falsely interactive television version. And there was also Blue's one, two, three activities, which I remember playing as a little kid. And there were a couple other games too, like Blue's Treasure Hunt and Blue's Clues Kindergarten. And I know the Blue's birthday game was based on the episode where Blue is getting ready for her birthday. That's right. And I will mention that with all of this Blue's Clues content, the show and the characters target a lot of different age groups for young kids. So anywhere from toddlers all the way up to kindergarten, it has questions and mysteries that address very, very young minds and then slightly older minds and kind of encapsulate mysteries that force you to think in a little bit more advanced ways than I think other kids shows. So you're not just learning to count or learning the colors and repeating them. You're trying to think about how shapes fit into each other and how you can get to one place to the other without touching a certain object. Stuff like that that's a little bit more complicated. Yeah, I know. And I know that this show, which was made for the younger audience, I think can also be fun and enjoyable for older, bigger kids, teens and adults because of its unique mystery clues content. Definitely. I think that anyone can enjoy and appreciate how clever they were when creating this show. Although a lot of the producers originally really emphasized psychological research on young kids' development for creating this show. So it was a very research-based production for young kids. I see. Interesting. Yeah. And I know when I was a little kid, I used to have a handy-dandy notebook, just like in the show. What did you write in your notebook? I think I drew what the crayon it came with. And I know I also had a plush toy of blue when I was little as well. Oh, fun. Yeah. And I know the new show, Blue's Clues and You, which is hosted by Josh. I know the handy-dandy notebook is no longer just a notebook. It's now like partly a smartphone. Oh, interesting. So having some 2022 or I guess 2019 update to it. Yeah, with modern digital age technology for a new generation, it's set in more modern times 
in its own unique world rather than the late 90s or early 2000s. Yes. And in the new movie that's coming out, Lou's Big City Adventure, they take that setting to a whole new level because it takes place in New York City. So kind of the most extreme version of our modern world. And it should be, I think, for slightly older kids and not fully like the preschool audience like the show in general was made for. Why do you think that? Because it'll have some more different characters and it'll be like in the real world rather than mostly in that world where the the show takes place in. Because I know the show, because it was made for the preschool audience, did not have any bad guys or villains. Well, my understanding is that this in this movie, there aren't any bad guys or villains, that it's one kind of elongated mystery, just like the episodes are. So I think it actually is still targeted for pretty young kids. It's just a longer version. Yes, but I'm saying most shows made for the younger audience aren't meant to have scary villain or bad guy characters. Agreed. Thankfully, I don't think there will be any of that in the movie. There will just be all three of the old hosts and current host working together with Blue to solve a mystery. And I know that Blue's Clues and You has its own YouTube channel now where it has fun videos of like animated nursery rhymes and things. Very cool. The new show that's or- that's still going on has already made toys and merchandise, like from Leapfrog and Melissa and Doug and Just Play. And premiering, which has already premiered this fall, was Blue's Clues and You live on stage, a live show, touring show based on the hit series. Very cool. So people will be nice and prepped and excited for this movie, huh? I know, and I like how, how they revived it. It's in 2019, updates that classic show. I agree. I can't believe that this show was ever canceled, honestly. It's a really beloved show for kids and parents alike. So we're super happy that this new version is out and that the movie is coming out in a few weeks. And I know the show ended when Dora the Explorer was already becoming a bit more popular. Gotcha. Cool. Anything else you want to say about Blue's Clues, Ezra? That beloved show has taken the world by storm, and I like how it's taken the world by storm again with a new version. Definitely. We love to see a successful comeback. Oh, I forgot to mention one other thing. I remember last year when Steve had an emotional video saying he did not leave your childhood behind. He did not forget all about it. I thought that was very emotional and touching, especially for people around my age who remember growing up with the old show. Yeah, that's a really lovely message. move on into trivia that said so we have to answer last week's trivia question about henry selick or more specifically a movie that he worked on and the question was what other disney character makes a cameo in the film james and the giant peach oh in the scene with the skeleton pirates one of them was jack skellington of course there you go jack skellington from a nightmare before christmas As we talked about last week, there's a lot of overlap there. So that shouldn't have surprised anyone. But if it did, now you know. Yeah. So this week, we're going to ask about Blue's Clues. What popular long-running animated show on PBS Kids did the creator of Blue's Clues make? If you think you know the answer, be sure to listen in next week. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of Animation and Beyond. Bye. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye.